I got my number from uh, Dallas. I need to know you are there. Yeah, so we need to uh, get uh, start catch, catching up. Yeah, so Dr. Patrick, you were um, in the middle of. Uh, I don't know if you can remember your point. Uh, what, what what you were saying? I don't know if you can finish finish it off. Yes, yes, yes. Um, the um, continuation of of um, identifying and sponsoring our youth to attend the upcoming conference, also identifying yes. and entering a dialogue with the president of this of the bank that was mentioned that's um, sponsoring the entire uh, conference. Specifically, talk to him or her about the Zombie Block Talk Radio Forum project. And then the the third thing that I was thinking and complimenting you on is always bringing up the the topic of business plans. And but I'm encouraging you to take it a step further. Whenever you ask someone about the the business plans. It's it's uh, the response is usually yes, of course, but not really. So what what yeah. I encourage yes. you to do is when you yeah ask ask them about um what what are your business plans and is there any way we can look at the business plan? And usually they will demure with an answer which means that they really don't have a business plan or they hadn't thought right. about a business plan right. until, yeah. until you yeah. brought it up. So, yeah, let's let's go a little further. Yeah. Well, I I noticed that um, how my brother quickly uh, moved away from uh, that to say there are experts working uh, on that. Uh, I was expecting yeah. yeah. that. And yeah. just, just an emphatic, yes, we have a business plan. Uh, the copies are there for us to share. Uh, but today, <laughs> a business plan, seven days to go one week, one week before the conference, uh, say there are experts working on that. Yeah, may, maybe we'll give them a benefit of uh, a doubt. But this is one thing which we, uh, going forward, we are going to be uh, emphasizing on. We are very, very mm. going to be strong on it, Dr. Patrick, I can assure you, uh, to see That's right. a, yep. a, a, a business plan. Um, and I'm sure that the um, I'm sure that the president um, I, I, the name eludes me. Maybe you mentioned it, but the president of the bank and the name of the bank also eludes me. But the president and his or her bank will be more than happy to hear about each of the forums having a business plan. Because that's what yes, the, yes. the banks look for. They look for a business plan so that they can think about um, funding loans for the particular um, proposals. So that that would be a great dialogue. Yes, mm. yes. Um, I, I mean, those are, um, uh, is it the, 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 the bank, uh, whatever we are doing, Dr. Patrick, you are 100% uh, uh, correct. If anyone is going to engage us, and the, uh, in our discussion, the first thing we are going to produce uh, is probably maybe uh, either an outline, at least the minimal outline of our business executive summary. Uh, if we do it even more, we produce a, a business a plan. To me, it's a win-win. 
it shows how serious. They may not even read the whole thing. It shows first and foremost how serious it is. The business plan, Dr. Patrick, what I'm finding out, does not only show you if you are going to make money or you are going to make a loss, but you've looked into the details of your business. You understand your business. Uh, it is just amazing a uh, piece of paper to have, in, in my view, uh, for everything you want to do. It is, it, it is not easy to write, that's for sure. It's not easy to write. I needed a whole week off my work uh, to do it. But uh, it is just a wonderful, wonderful thing to have uh, for any project you want that's to do. That's right. That's right. And you are now playing chess as opposed to others without a business plan or players or checkers. So I've just, I've just been elevated. It's not an elevator. Did you hear what Dr. <laughs> Dr. Patrick, can you say that again? Yes. Roger, you uh-huh. are now playing chess. You're there playing, you go. playing um, global economics as opposed yes. to others who do not have a business plan continue to play checkers. Checkers, okay. <laughs> so, did, did, did you hear that, Roger? Global uh, economic. Yes. That's right. Global economics. Yeah, those listening to us, Zambia Block Talk Radio, on top of the hour, we are going to be discussing the SWOT analysis. Uh, again, this comes straight from any business plan. It has to have a SWOT analysis. It looks at your strengths, uh, your weaknesses, your opportunities, and your threats. Today, we look mostly at their, um, uh, the, 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 the strengths of the, the, the diaspora. And how we can use those strengths um, to rally behind, uh, come together as one team, come together as one community uh, to do uh, whatever we want to do, what others have done, the Chinese, the Israelis, the Irish. So please stay tuned or call in. The number to call is 1-319-527-6219. Zambia Block Talk Radio. There is a link on my my friend on my Facebook, there is a link there. You can go and you'll be listening uh, live uh, from us as we as we discuss. Okay, but before we do that, as always, there are uh, other issues uh, to deal with around uh, around the world. Uh, from the sporting community, Nathan, I don't know if you have seen uh, the postings. South Africa has uh, just beaten. Uh, England. Uh, oh my uh, goodness! Yeah, South Africa stands England in the superb um, uh, rugby World Cup uh, World Cup final, and it wasn't even close. Set two to twelve. Uh, the wow. amazing thing. One, yeah, one time when I was in um, England in school, 1994, somewhere there. Uh, that was the first time I sat down to watch. Um, rugby. I had to watch it, and it was first time. Nathan, if you remember, it was uh, hosted mm. in South Africa. So I was yes, running yes. every day from uh, school to go and watch it. Number one, I was so bored, uh, so it was uh, connecting me back to to Africa uh, somehow, and I learned a lot of uh, a lot of uh, things about that. Uh, at that point in 1994, there was I think only one black person. Uh, in the South African team. And today when mm. you look at uh, the pictures there, it is uh, mm. now, uh, I don't know who should call it, rainbow. Um, there are Africans, there are white people there, there are uh, Indians, there are Asians. It is just a marvelous uh, thing to see. 
especially for South Africa, Nathan. Uh, this is 20, uh, 2019. If you see the amount of hatred towards uh, uh, the other races, uh, or towards each other, it's intense. It's intense. You would think by this day and uh, by this age and uh, year, people have uh, moved on. They are now building. It is intense. But to see that picture there, I can see it uh, going through uh, the, the entire country. Uh, you know, this is the one thing what what sports sports done uh, does. Uh, mm. it, it is refreshing. So congratulations to South Africa there. Um, uh, a, a, a lot of stuff. Let, let me first go outside. <coughs> Uh, any any comment on the on, on the South Africa game, Nathan? Oh yeah, that's I mean that was the most anticipated. I was following that part. <clears throat> okay. Because late in the evening, I like listening to BBC, so yes. they they cover those international events. You know, if you want to hear news from outside the world, I mean it's BBC. So they were talking about yeah. the mark the the mark the the most the, that match was most anticipated, and uh, some analysts actually were not even giving South Africa a chance. I mean that. Uh, no, I, I think that's that, why uh, CNN is saying South Africa stands uh, England. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, that's that's great news right there. That's great news okay. right there. Miss Lucas, are you are you out of the bank? <laughs> uh, I have a question I am for not. you. Here. You know, I okay. you know when you you go to the bank, you just want to get out, get in and get out. Number they want yeah. me to talk to the bank, and at moment when they first you kuya, but I can. Okay, okay. <laughs> I can uh, still, I can off, but I'm almost done. In, in like five minutes, I can come back. Is that okay? That's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Minutes, okay. I'll, I'll keep the, the, okay. the, the, the story go, going. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, last week we covered um, Lower Zambezi National Park. Uh, the the, pro- the protest is uh, mounting. Um, this time we have former President uh, Kaunda and uh, Rupia Banda. They are all voicing out. They are speaking. Uh, against mining in the in the Lower Zambezi Park, and uh, the amazing thing, Dr. Patrick, it is uh, I got this uh, statement from New York Times. So when you see New York Times talk, talk wants to talk about small uh, African country, uh, <laughs> things are really heating up. Um, so it is uh, something I think we are pushing. Um, a lot of us who come from the mining company, those who have been to, to Chingola, where the open pit mines are, the mines are not there anymore, but uh, you go and see what it has done to the area. No one will, will do anything uh, in that part of the, uh, the, the country. So we, 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 we are going to continue standing up with our friends in Zambia. Uh, the amazing part, uh, Nathan, is that our president has not said a word about this thing. Um, well, I don't know if we should be surprised. Yeah. No, we shouldn't be surprised. Actually, if he had said something, I would have been surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. It is. Um, so, um, and what I love about it, it is the push the Zambian people are making. The the young, it, it has just woken up everybody, you know? Everybody, the young people are, are posting songs, the, the dances uh, in the in the lower Zambezi. I'm really surprised, Nathan, is how we seem not to care about mining anymore. We, we, we don't just care about, about mining. <laughs> Roger, I'm doing uh, now. Yeah, so I'm saying here, it is amazing to see how uh, people, like Asonso was uh, supporting this move, it's probably the only one we see with Musaba. Uh, the rest of the nation, like Asonso, is not with you, you know? Uh, people don't just care about this mining stuff. I'm, I'm surprised, Mish. How are you, by the way? Uh, Okay, we we, can, we we can't hear you if either you are on speaker or you are very far or you are using some uh, a very advanced technology. We, we we can't hear you. Yeah. Hello, can you hear me now? We can hear you now. We can hear you. Um, yeah, greetings. Was I going to Miss Lucas uh, or was I coming to you? I don't know. I got confused. You can come in. I'll go back to Miss Lucas. Yeah, to be well and the minerals to feed people not to live well. So anyway, uh last week you asked me what Wanguni is. Wanguni is just beds of the air and you know, uh but the thing that I am concerned about is that um we are opposing mining for the sake of environmental concerns. You know, we need to know where to score and where not to score. Uh, whereas I am looking... Have uh, you been to Chingora? No, uh, Chingora, uh, you know, I used to live in Chira, I lived in Chingora, that's where we used to go, even a shop right when it was open in Chingora. Have you there. been to those open pit mines? Have you seen the remnants of those open pit mines? In the open pit mine, yeah, Tama, we're not supposed to be doing that type of mining. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Now yeah. So, yeah. So uh, I understand the protestations, but you see, when we make a protest, I'm a financial guy. I am looking at the bottom line. Uh, <laughs> what does Zambia? Uh, what, what what does Zambia benefit uh, on its balance sheet from the protest? Zero dollars. Yes. What does Zambia benefit from the mining? <laughs> Billions of dollars. What we need to be fighting the government over is the ownership of those minerals that they are digging from there. Not fighting the government that we should not dig here. And not, no, no, no. We are not a rich society. We are not a rich country. We are a poor nation. I, I, I liked fact, what uh, someone said, uh, uh, Dr. Kasonso, mm -hmm. uh, how that trees which give us uh, air to breathe, uh, which give us the rain uh, we depend on, uh, it takes about 100 years to grow. And then you mm -hmm. want to give up for a mine which is going to give you a, how many coins? They may give you a, a billion, which you will never see, by the way. Uh, if you are lucky, you might see a few uh, coming back. F 10, 15 years, and you destroy a tree which, which is, has been there for 100 years to give you mm -hmm. the rain, 
so you can grow your crops to give you your uh, your air you breathe. Uh, I, I, I don't think the uh, the counterbalance even make any sense in, in my view. Um, but Ms. Lucas, what do you think? Uh, you know, this is a, a topic. Environmental issues are things that we have never really been so much concerned about. Mining mm-hmm. is also the earth in one shape, one way or the other. It's just not conducive. People are getting sick from the remnants of mining. No, no one is addressing the health concerns about the people in those areas. But more importantly, we, we have to protect our environment. If we are saying, okay, I'm building a house, I've bought a farm, if for me, for my children and my grandchildren, your grandchildren and so on will not enjoy if the environment is affected. If, you're, if they're, they're, you, you, we are crying about drought, we say, okay, we have a prayer so that the drought can end, but in the meantime, we're cutting trees and cutting them by, by the millions, exporting them to China. You know, Venatara Kwatempanga, but we are busy selling the best of our trees. And some of our trees have medicinal purposes, you know. But then we are crying out for AIDS, for medication that's going to have side effects, causing more more illness. You know, it's just a, a tri- trickle-down effect or something like that, domino effect. But we have to be purposeful, you know. One thing we could have done on the so-called National Day of Prayer we should have been planting trees and not just one tree. Just designate for every tree that is cut down, plant 10, plant 12. You know, don't just plant one. And like you said, the trees take a long time for them to grow, you know. But we should by now. I remember Kusulu, we used to have a day, tree planting day. Katwisha, I don't know where those trees are. The last time I went, <laughs> they've cleared those trees and they have built a mall. Remember, I was having that petition for my schools and Mary's, they built a mall in the school. After planting trees, <laughs> we used to be on punishment to plant those trees. You know what I mean? But then we, yeah. we wonder why isn't there no rain? Our crops are being affected. We are buying farms. We are growing farms. But if we are not preserved, if, uh, I don't know if it's, there's a ministry for that. It's not, we, we can develop, but you still have to preserve land to say this will not be touched. She shivered. Yeah, like someone said, uh, um, uh, conservation uh, should not be the casualty of uh, development. Uh, we, we, because of development, uh, uh, the casualty are to yeah, yeah. our trees. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the, environment, the environmentalist, Steve Azungu, if they followed those rules, Nehama buildings, we could have not even been able to see them. Well, we can have no, no. Let me finish my point, sir. We can yeah. have spaces that we designate for that. Yeah. But if you look at the majority of the land in Zambia, yeah, the majority of the land in Zambia is unabated, it's untouched. So if you calculate the square footage where they are doing that mining, compared to the area that the mining is not going to be done in you would come away with the fact that we are trying to blow a trumpet over nothing. That's a small piece of land which contains precious minerals. We let's fight the government over the ownership of what is coming out of those grounds. Not just that little piece of land, because there are other lands around it which will not be touched, which have not been touched. So we have to also look at the geographic print 
we have to, to look at uh, the square footage of the land involved before we blow the trumpet out of the horizon. And also, let's be careful not to be influenced by 21st century uh, Western environmentalists. The 21st century environmentalist is coming to us to tell us not to, 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 to cultivate minerals that can help people. No, 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 they, have, they, have, they have built skyscrapers in New York, in, in Toronto, in Vancouver, in London, and everywhere else. They have built skyscrapers. What, what is wrong with us building something there that can help our people? My argument, my argument with that mine in the lower Zambezi, for me it's not really even the environmental issue. My problem with that is our rule of law is weak. Uh, you mentioned billions of dollars. Uh, the people who benefit from those mines, even the ones on the copper belt right now, it's not the Zambian people. It's those foreign companies owning those mines who are benefiting. One case in example, my, one of the issues I have is that my brother, you know how do, do, do those companies fight the U.S. or the Canadian or British government or Australian about tax issues? They don't even raise a voice or cough. But why do they fight the Zambian government about tax issues? So it is of You see, they want to come and do their mining and get away with everything. That's my argument. You never can about that mining project. Yeah, okay. that's why we should want our okay. fight to get the stake in the mind, not, not to destroy the mind. We move on, Makasan. We, 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 we move on. It is um, one area I think we, we, I don't know if it is agreeing to disagree, but uh, mm -hmm. when you see the damage which has been, uh, these mines, the damage they do, and they leave the place, it is uh, very, very, very sad. Um I don't, I don't know. Just uh, because of a few dollars for a few years, uh, you, you can give up your, your, your land like that. The, the, the next uh, point here is um, uh, seven years. Seven years uh, after graduating uh, from uh, college, uh, the teachers in Zambia, Nathan, uh, I know uh, here, Dr. Patrick, after... After graduating, that is seven years after graduation, the teachers have no jobs uh, in in Zambia. They remain unemployed. I was I was saying on my blog in Sorezi, one of my one of the ladies working for for my little business, uh, sitting in a booth, a money exchange. She's a qualified teacher, but she can't find a job. Seven years after graduation, no job. Uh, now that is not really, I'm talking not about that lady, but about the report which was being discussed on TV in, in, in Zambia today, um, uh, which has given to something a government. I don't know if the government is anticipating this, but people have stopped enrollment uh, going to to college, and according to the teachers' union, they can see in another five years or so uh, when teachers uh, those who are retiring. There will be a big, big problem in Zambia. The the the, the question here, Ram is the, and everyone else here, uh, let's put on our our, our thinking hats. 
it is what can we do with these teachers who wants to take a go what what can we do with these teachers if government cannot take them on they are qualified there's a problem <laughs> good morning uh, Mr. Gotan. good morning mr charlie good morning ladies and gentlemen yeah, I'm welcoming you with a very uh, a tough uh, uh, question here. I, I see. I see that. I see that. Um, uh, the, the, you, to, to your, to your, the answer to your question is if now we see that we don't have any jobs for our teachers, we, mm. have, to start think, we, we have to start thinking about uh, maybe trade schools. Can we use our teachers for trade schools? Since primary and uh, secondary school, maybe not enough kids are graduating for whatever reason. Mm. Why don't we try to uh, develop more trade schools, carpenter, carpentry schools, bricklaying schools, and schools like that? So maybe our teachers <laughs> will start teaching in those schools where students are going to be learning, learning to do trade. And also in, that, in the same token, they can use those trades to find jobs. Because I'm sure with all the development of infrastructure going on in our country, there is a lot of opportunities for bricklayers, for plumbers, for carpentry workers. Maybe that's one area we could also look at. Because, I mean, you go to, to grade 12, and then you can't get a job. But maybe if there were more trade schools where kids could get a trade, trade, maybe it could be one way we could have employment for the children and also employment for, for, for the teachers. That's, that's my take. Dr. Patrick, what do we do? Well said. I like that. What do we do, Dr. Patrick, uh, with all these uh, qualified teachers who are unable to get uh, into uh, formal employment. I, I agree with the previous caller. Right? That's a great idea. Trade school initiative. That's that's a great idea. How to expand on that? Um, very little I could say to expand on that. Uh, just, it, it always boils down to the issue of resources and finances. Right, because the teachers, yeah, the teachers need money now, and the trade school assistance would take two, three, four, four, five years to 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 enhance or to embellish upon. So the immediate issue is how can we get money into the pockets of the teachers? Unfortunately, if we don't have the forums up and running. Because if we had the forums up and running, we'd have an availability of, of many um, sites or forums in which the teachers can go to to get some type of employment as well as some type of financial assistance. So, uh, and the forums, I think we we have that up and running maybe a yes. year or two yes. from now. That was my thinking, so, Dr. Patrick. Yeah. So at this particular time. We encourage the teachers to hold on. Do what you can do because there will be a time when 
their assistance and their services will be greatly needed. So um, stay strong, uh, teachers, uh, brothers and sisters. Stay strong. Um, there will be yeah. a brighter, a brighter <laughs> future. Because we do, we the, do respect the, the, the people. Dr. Butchie, Dr. what do I eat tomorrow? Yeah, I know. I should yeah. stay strong. What do yeah. I eat? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's 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 difficult, Roger. It's difficult. Yeah, it is it's difficult. It is. They may they may have to find employment in other other vehicles, but um, you know, let's just encourage them that this employment yeah. is uh, temporary, and hopefully yeah. we'll have the employment vehicles by way of the forums in the very 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 near future. So stay strong, my teachers. We we need you. We need you definitely. And like I yeah, said, yeah. the surprising thing is the mm-hmm. there's room uh, for these teachers. It's it's not that uh, our classes are full. We we still have uh, classes in rural areas or in some other parts of uh, the country where one teacher is teaching four classes. We still have that. It's, it's not that we have uh, too many teachers, no. Yeah. You're right. You know, there is an issue of what our education or academic policy should be for the country. Uh, that's a governing issue, and it must yes. be traced from, from, uh, from the village or the compound where the school is all the way to state house. So if uh, we are um, a top-down system, so if at the top there's nothing for the people, at the bottom the people will have nothing. So the reason why the teachers are not teaching is that at the top there's nothing for them. Uh, yes. You know, there's there's no thoughtfulness for the for for them where they are and uh, where they can be. But let me expand the discussion to. Think outside the box. Mm-hmm. Here in the United States, one of the lucrative jobs that uh, an immigrant could land was a taxi driver. But the taxi driver business has shrunk from maybe if we it was at 100%, it has shrunk maybe to 2% which means most of the people who worked as taxi drivers can no longer be taxi drivers because there's Uber, there's Lyft, and people are using their own cars to earn money and enter that industry and tear it apart. There is an evolution. There is a change. Yes. What our teachers in Zambia also have to recognize is that there were days in the Republic of Zambia when you graduate with a diploma or with a certificate of teaching after learning for one year yes, and teaching yes, for yes. one year, you will have a, a, job. a job. Maybe those mm-hmm. days are over. They have to work with the change. They have to adjust. Like they have to, to put on a different set of skills to be able to earn a living constructively in a changing world. So shake those teachers. Seven years they haven't been employed and they are sitting on a common certificate. No, go back to school and you know, take a different qualification and adapt within the changing environment. That is how we can innovate. That is how we can adjust. That is how people can live lives constructively. Don't rely on what worked in the past. Come up with different methods, innovative ideas 
on how you can transform yourself into the vehicle that is earning resources because the world we're living in is changing every day. I, li- I like that, Rakasonso. Uh, uh, I, I mean, that pushing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, go, go ahead, Nathan. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I wanted. I just wanted to say that you see that point that Dr. Kasonso has made is critical to this yes. picture. Yeah, because of course we also need to look at uh, the aspect of job opportunities in Zambia. Then we have to bring in the component of entrepreneurship, like you said. You mm-hmm. have hired one of the teachers to operate the the business or the tandemba that you do there. That. As much as anybody may look at it to be that small, it is putting, it's helping that teacher to generate an income for their family. He has just hit it on the head. I know the economy in Zambia is difficult. The job opportunities are not vast or just laying there waiting for anybody. They just need to adapt into a changing world. It's a difficult It's a difficult situation. Start your own school if it's possible. I'm told there's demand for schools in Zambia. I mean, oh, yeah. what oh, Dr. Kasonso yeah. said on this one, I'm tell, that's just the way to go. Change. I mean, you've already got a diploma or degree in education. Switch and do something else. Isn't that what we do in the U.S.? You find people switching from what they, they are, their basic or their primary degree, and then they switch to something else because the market is is evolving. It's changing. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they need to do. This, this is, uh, yeah, good, Nathan. That, that's a good one. Uh, this is what, uh, is it um, Andrew, is it uh, Andrew Young? What's his name? The, the, the Chinese guy who's running for, uh, you know, he always sees things okay. in technology terms. <laughs> he, he sees things in technology terms. The, the, the warning he has given he was giving warning to uh, drivers, uh, these uh, truckers. He says mm-hmm. those jobs in the te- next ten years will be gone uh, for for the for, for the truckers. Those jobs will will be gone. It is uh, it will be taken up by uh, computers and, uh, and, and 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 other stuff. Um, one of the things we are going to be discussing, uh, it is the, the strength of we who are in diaspora, like us also. Uh, as, as we look at the technologies which are being uh, uh, used uh, for, for, for teaching methods, uh, number one, what we, the members of the diaspora, can probably invest in. In terms of probably just, just knowledge, there is a pool of teachers back home without jobs. They are there, we know. The question is, what is uh, Lakasoso, what is Nathan, those who are exposed to different things b- back home, how can we make use of that pool, uh, which is uh, uh, back home? Uh, I'm not going to say it is cheap labor, but those are desperate people who, who, can, who want to be paid anything. So w- what can we do with, uh, with uh, uh, th- those people? Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, what we can well the starting the the starting point is mm-hmm. to cultivate uh willing minds because yeah. uh yeah this, the starting point is to cultivate willing minds because if we have willing minds uh the willing minds back home 
can be able to connect with us and use us exactly as as a resource to connect them yes to opportunities and innovative methods of teaching and doing things back there yes yes yeah remember all no, of that, a class like a so all of you that, don't need a, a building that, that's one thing no, you know. know all of, all of that all of that does not require a political program it just requires like a willing mind so i like that so we have to be able to um to find or receive from where we are you know how we live here we live uh, most of the time we live paycheck to paycheck we are very busy people and even to be able to show up in, in the morning and talk like this uh some of us have one foot in the industry or on the job and one foot on the show that is the way life yeah. is here our people don't understand yes. that so what i'm trying to say is if we have willing minds that are curious enough to understand the better ways and better things to do in our kind of arrangement we could be able to find people within our arrangement to connect them to opportunities and then they can learn in their particular domain go. and do there the things go. that they need to do that's the way there i think go. we could we could proceed with that i i, I like it, it is one of the strengths we are going to look when we look at the, the diaspora, the connections we can make. So we have identified where the problem is. We have our government, which cannot put uh, people into uh, into a classroom because they don't have money. So there is this pool which is already trained. We don't need any money for training. They are already trained. What can you and I, maybe our paycheck cannot allow it, are there resources here in the in the Western world uh, which can be used to put uh, these uh, magnific- magnificent people uh, to use? They should be. They should be. As we look at strengths on top of uh, the the hour, a lot of things are going to be to, to be to be reviewed. But but uh, you wanted to say something before we move on here. Yes, I wanted to say something. Um, yes. And usually, when you are a secondary school teacher. Usually you are, you uh, you either a history a history teacher you specialize in one particular subject either either you're agriculture science teacher you're a physics teacher or so on and so forth so I feel like there should be something else that you can do in that sector that you specialize okay. in apart from uh, apart from teaching maybe you can go into them if, if you're an agriculture science teacher. Maybe you can try to go into the Ministry of, 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 of Agriculture. If you're a religious education teacher, maybe you can go to one of these churches, maybe who could hire. If you are a, a history teacher, maybe you can, you can do that because you already have that particular training, that education, topic yes. That, yes, yes. So I think instead of just looking at, oh, I can't teach now, but I'm a science teacher, what do I do? I'm sure there's other avenues that you can look around that could be able to hire you because you already have that specific um, education in that particular subject that you can do. So I think also as teachers, they might start looking at other avenues that have to do with the specific topic that they learned in, in college to be teaching. 
Those listening uh, online and uh, those on the on the call this, this morning, I think uh, on that, that subject, it's not just one of those you hang up uh, the phone, stop listening, you you stop. Uh, let's brainstorm. Uh, you can share my friend on Facebook. Inbox me if you have any idea uh, what we can do. Uh, seven years after leaving school, we are talking about uh, seven index people who are not uh, and we don't have. Uh, any assurance that those who are going to be uh, graduating this year will have a job. So uh, let, 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 let's put on our thinking hats together, especially members of the diaspora, our networks. Um, there is other countries. What, what are they doing in China? What are they doing in uh, in uh, Thailand or whatever? What are they doing? Uh, that uh, will probably uh, help, help us to find some some answer uh, to this. Uh, there was a heated debate on my on my wall the other day uh, on Facebook. Um, HH issued a statement uh, saying, "Mark my words, uh, there will be no load shedding uh, under my administration. There will be no load shedding under my administration." The amount of uh, doubts which was coming from people last time. Those who think who think uh, it cannot be done. I was I was really amazed. Um maybe somebody here can help me why the the doubt. Uh, he says there will be no mark my ways, there will be no road shedding under my administration. Why were the people so Varosa. <laughs> yes, yes, Vagasos. Have I in the Islam said something that seemed out of the norm for the way our people live their lives, but in the Republic. And unfortunately, we pick leadership from that pool, that think like that. But whatever in the said, it's a type of a promise that it's not only possible, it's convenient to deliver. I always argued on this platform that maybe seven, seven years ago, whatever, I would have ended load shedding in the Republic of Zambia without even setting a foot in government. There is a way in which we can do things, which is not the way that we are running the country and we are governing our people. Uh, but, but, but I saw it on uh, YouTube. There's a way in which we govern our country, which we shouldn't be doing. What I can say is doable. And it's not only doable. It's what is there. That's what we need to do. Yes. We need to just light up that little country and ten others to come and get lectures from us. We have the most water in that region, 75% of inland water belongs to us, the central country, surrounded by eight neighbors. So what we don't have is constructive ideas for governing our country and sufficient exposure to how the world works, the world of business works, and how we can take that for the benefit of the local person. But we have 
tribalism, looking at who is this Tonga, who is this one, who is this. And we struggle with those minutia that are not constructive for existence, that are not helping anyone. So we need a, some board presidency. If that can come from Akainde, good luck to us. But I don't know whether the people from Bapula or Mchinga will be able to accompany us on that journey. I, I don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> you know I just have to keep praying. But, but Nathan, it was... Every time I challenge someone, uh, if Kangame said we are going to end load shedding, a, a lot of us, a lot of you on the on the board here would believe uh, would believe him, and yet another Zambian is saying it cannot be done. Have uh, 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 we become this useless? Uh, sorry to use that word for lack of better term. That all we can, uh, all we are expecting right now is mediocre. Mediocre. Uh, everyone is expecting that. Someone who, who says, "No, we can, we can be better than this," they say, "You are lying. How are you going to do it?" I, I was very surprised, Nasa. Very, very surprised. Well, you see, it's just like uh, Dr. Kasonso has said. This load shedding issue. I've only had one question. Okay. What really is the issue? Because we've never had this in the history of the country. No. No, no you are giving, Roger, listen to this, everybody. We are giving the reason of what? Low water levels, drought? I thought Yishiruba's yes. first year in government was one of the worst droughts ever experienced in the history of the country. We didn't have load shedding. Mm-hmm. There is. There is something, you see, one of the issues, and uh, who was this? General Mianda. General Mianda Roger, in fact, on this show and several times when you read these articles he's writing, he has made this point. The problem with Zambians is that we've got very short memories. We never look back into history to try and analyze things historically and look at the facts, the data, and the things pertaining on the ground in factual terms, actual data, Chiluva had the worst drought in his first year of government. There was no load shedding. This load shedding was created because somebody mismanaged somewhere. It's not a complicated issue. You see, the, the issue is this, and I know most people will be, when you look critically at things, Governance or leadership is not a complicated thing. Just hit on the weakness of your of your opponent or whatever. I mean, everything in any in any country in any government, the number one or priority or top of the issue should be economic advancement, the welfare of That's the it. people. That's it. You cannot have the you can't have a Catholic priest telling you. Ukwebati people are suffering. You cannot. And okay. in his presentation, and in his presentation at the memorial service of the late Michael Sata, he breaks down to you the effects of Lord shedding a Catholic priest. He tells you the impact it's having on the small business people. He even went on to give little details. The barber shop, the woman in the market, small small yes. business stands. You see, and the people, and one, somebody needs to realize that most Zambians, that is how they, they get their livelihood, by running a small business venture. We've just been talking about teachers here not having jobs. 
You see, so the effect of not having electricity, it's, oh my goodness me. I told you that a friend of mine sent me, sent me a picture of them having a meeting at the office using the light on the cell phone as lighting in the office because there was no light. My. <laughs> you, you, we are laughing like it's funny. It's not funny. It's got a lot of adverse effects. It's counterproductive. Okay? Please, let's not spend two, three days praying when we can solve these problems. Okay? Hey. Mm. Uh, Roger, if, go if, ahead, go ahead. If, it's good if, when you jump in if, like that. If, if, if I may, uh, to <clears> answer <throat> your question where uh, some people were doubting if it can be done or not, part of the $25 billion that was secured, $2.5 million of that is to build, to, 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 com- to, to combat load, load shedding with re- renewable energy and, and new kinds of energy. Because now, yeah. you, electricity is, is, is already a problem. So now, instead of sitting and waiting for, for water to come back or for whatever reason, global warming, he is thinking of, okay, what else can we do? So if I'm yes. going to secure this money, this $2 billion here has to go to combat load shedding. So that's how it's possibly done. The money is already secured for that. And that's why when he says, under my government, there will be no more load shedding. Because he knows that there's already a plan to combat that. And there's already money that has been set aside to combat that. So it's not impossible. It is possible. But you just have to think of what else you can do to prevent that problem. Not waiting for water to come back. Not waiting for global warming to change. What are we going to do in case this happens again next year? There's already money and there's already a vision for that. So it's possible. No, uh, like Nathan was saying here, um, uh, today I was asking uh, my little manager in Sorezi whether I could buy um, computer, computer games and see if we can find a place where computer games, we can put computer games, uh, make some small money, people, uh, kids can come and play. And one of the things she, she said was, Ingamalite, what about electricity? There's no, it's now almost uh, the whole day. There, there, there's no power. We cannot even run a video game, Noah. Video game. Yeah, I think we, there's a lot that needs to be done but at least the work starts now. So I think uh, these conferences, these uh, talks that go on every time on the weekend, I think we need more so that at least people, we can highlight the challenges that we're facing, bring a lot of ideas, a lot of people on the, on the table so that the solutions can be sought. I like that gentleman's uh, approach last weekend where he suggested that I think we need to come up with a system where we uh, come up with solutions or resolutions to some challenges and maybe put together a a paper and then that can be presented to the people back home, but not necessarily focusing on the people back home, but also what can we ourselves in the diaspora do? Because I think that's something that we always look to the politicians in Zambia, but I think the government can only do so much. I think this country has 
progress to where it is. I mean, the United States or the West, not necessarily focusing on the non-profit sector, I mean, the, the government, but they have been a lot of uh, private sector people, small groups coming together, putting ideas. So the conference happening in Dallas, Texas, I mean, the next week, it's just a small piece in the puzzle. Mm-hmm. So I think there's just a lot that we, especially, somebody showed me a video of when you look at the United States, always has a policy for Africa. Europe has a policy for Africa, and uh, countries in Europe, like the Norway, has a policy for Africa in Zambia. But the the guy was asking, what do we have? What policy do we have for as Africans? What policy do we have for ourselves? Yeah, mm-hmm. what do we have, especially as Zambians here? I mean, we come on the radio and discuss, but what have we pieced together as something that we are going to work on the beginning of 2020. I think that's the direction we need to take because it's it's very unfortunate. I mean, the situation happening back in Zambia, but if we could, uh, especially in the forums that we have, uh, come to especially before the end of the year, I think each each forum or each group has to come up with what are the next steps for 2020 so that at least we implement and see how we can implement some of these resolutions, because I think we we don't have to start on a grand scale, but I think we have to start just on a on a small scale and then just take it one step at a time. At a time. At a time. I, I, I like that. Uh, um, that that you, are, you have also referred back to uh, those. Those are very critical points, uh, um, uh, Nathan, going back to what we identified at a, at, at the conference. Um, mm-hmm. my, my stomach right now is in pain, actually, to, to tell you the truth. is in pain when I see uh, very little or no movement uh, being done. So when, when you say we give ourselves a, no, a NOAH uh, up to the end of this year, uh, uh, I, I will listen to what you have said again. Uh, to see w- how we can move uh, f- forward. Uh, that, that gives me some comfort. I can have even uh, some sip of uh, some tea I'm drinking here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, Bella, we, we good are, morning. We, yeah, we go ahead. Go ahead. No. Yeah. No, I'm saying we are in this thing together because I think for us as the association leaders, so next weekend we'll be launching our first radio segment uh, highlighting or discussing the challenges that we're facing in the diaspora. Yeah. It's sort of the conference in Dallas, Texas, but on focusing mainly on Zambia, because the conference, it's uh, sort of broadened to other countries in Africa. But mm-hmm. uh, the segment to focus the, what are the challenges that we're having? How do we overcome or how do we circumvent some of these challenges? So, it's something that I think I'll get back with uh, Nathan later on and figure out how we, I mean, how things are done on the, uh, uh, on the behind the scenes, because usually I just call in, but I don't know how we will be able to run the, but we'll discuss this. But we're looking forward at least to seeing how we can uh, do our best to help our communities, one community at a time. Yes. I mean, the money is there, um, like we were saying with Dr. Patrick here. The, the, the money is there. Africa Development Bank, 
uh, IMF, our own governments here, where I am in, in Canada, all they want is uh, for us to present a, a sensible business plan. And we have big minds like Bakasonso, who are accountants here. Why can't we sit, develop some business plan uh, to convince our people this is, uh, there is a huge gap for electricity? Because, nothing, like you are saying, there's nothing we are going to do as a nation without electricity. Nothing. There is absolutely nothing we are going to do as a country. You know? It, so, it, uh, it, it, no, well said. Uh, I think I'll be in touch as, as well. Uh, because we, we, we need to, 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 to move and uh, do something. The, the money is there. Uh, Mr. Lungu may not have the money, but the money is and it's waiting uh, to be to, to be invested. Good morning, Bella. If you are listening, I'm sure you are listening. If you are on mute, four zero four zero three four zero four. That's Bella, right? Uh, yeah, it is. Is doing okay. the first the uh, celebration. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, a, a report's coming uh, right now. We'll be transitioning uh, to another very nice discussion here, I think. Uh, from Sanfia, uh, the police just now, they have tear-gassed uh, um, uh He was having a rally. Uh, Hadi Karavaz, the yeah. person who has not, who doesn't even have a, a member of parliament. And the, Mr. Lungu is so scared of him. Is scared of small people like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what is this? What, 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 I don't even know how, how to ask this question. What is first, of all, <clears throat> first of all, Ari Kalava is not presidential material. Uh, <laughs> we, we as Zambia, we are not going to have a president without any school at all. For the for starters, two going to Tiagas, Hari Caravan, these people in his own village is very rude. Mr. Lungu and these people should learn to be polite in the manner in which they are conducting government. They are in Sanfia. That's Caravan's origin, those are his people. He can go yes. and fraternize with his people, drum up support from there, whatever he wants to do. He should be able to do that. That's not, uh, not, that's not being scared or being, it's just being outrightly being rude and childish. Zambia is a free country. I think, my countrymen, let's drum up support. Let's not be here on Blog Talk Radio rooting for UPND or rooting for, for PF. No, let's be here yeah. that as we yeah. enter the next election, we root yeah. for a better Zambia where human beings yeah. can express themselves without wakavoke. No, that's not the Zambia we want. You know, democracy, democracy, democracy. Yes. The the the, pre, the pressure for President Lungo is on. President Lungo feels the pressure. 
So now he has to try to intimidate everybody because the pressure is on. He feels the pressure. He knows the will of the people. He feels what's on the ground. 2021 is coming, and he knows it. Maybe last year he did not think that there will be this much pressure because of what he has not done. If Lungu had done what he's supposed to do as president, he would have no need in chasing all these opposition leaders and tear gassing them everywhere. Because he would know they were not going to say anything that's going to affect his president. But he knows that he hasn't done anything. And he feels the pressure. And instead of improving the country with the little time that he has, he knows he can't. The only tactic is scaring the people, brutalizing the people, because he has nothing else to offer. But 2021 is coming, and he feels it. Whoever the president is going to be. You know, Brother Noah, I, I wouldn't bank on 2021. He's doing whatever he's doing now because he's scared of 2021. So if he can scare uh, people, uh, their movements, they cannot uh, say what they are going to do, whatever they are going to say, uh, guess what? This is the only way, in my view, is still the election. This is the only way. He has to use the police. And we have to figure, you know, again, like we were saying, members of the diaspora, we have to figure out how to stop him. Because, I mean, I don't yeah. know. No, you, 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 you are right. But, you know, there comes a time even all those tactics, sometimes they don't work. And the way I'm seeing the ground and hearing from the people are just said, what he's doing to intimidate the people, to scare the people, is backfiring actually right now because even the people who are supporting him are, are starting to see, to say, this is a desperation move. He's a desperate man. One way or the other. Whether it's Kalabar, whether it's Kambuili, whether it's Nawakui, but Kuyavel, he's desperate. I saw, I saw Zwa. reports uh, in, Zwa. Zwa. in Zimbabwe. Zwa. <laughs> the, the in Zimbabwe, I saw the reports in Zimbabwe the, the other day uh, how they are sanctioning the Zimbabwe, the American government is sanctioning some of our, uh, some of the ministers there who were involved into. Uh, shutting down the the internet, doing stuff like that. Um, in in one form, in my view, this is this is one area we should be pushing. Uh, ministers uh, like Kapiongo, um, is it Kampiongo, whatever his name is, uh, chief of the police. They, we should find a way people should start to sanction them. Um, something has to happen. Something has to happen. Continuing, in my view, I know I'm a radio host. I don't know if I should say that. But continuing with Mr. Lungu in Zambia, I don't know if that will make any sense. That will not, will not, will not make any sense. Anyway, so that is uh, on Brother Ari Kalavadea. He, he was tear gas today in, uh, in his own village. Uh, in his own village in, in, in Zambia, he was tear gas. Um, was it uh, Noah uh, who talked about uh, uh, all uh, America, Europe, they have uh, initiative? Uh, at the line here, I don't know if people know. No, Noah, I don't know if you know the, the current initiative for Africa. Do you know it? 
the American. Ah <laughs> uh, 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 no, I, I think it. Of course, the America. I, I mean, the it has to benefit the America's interest. Obviously, functioning <laughs> yeah, like called, what is happening. Uh, yeah, it's called you know typical term. Eh? It's called the Prosper oh, Africa oh. Initiative. Prosper Africa in, Initiative. It's a it's a, it's a current term. Prosper the West under the guise that they are prospering Africa. So I think these are some of the things that we as Africans would need to uh, be alert and yes. know that when yes. somebody comes and says they want to prosper Africa, there is no foreigner who is going to come and prosper you. It's, a, it's like somebody comes to your house and tells you, no, this is how I, need, I want you to be doing things. You, you won't yes. accept that. So the yeah, West like they may come uh, in the name of, like, we come in peace. But at the end of the day, look at what happened to our people. They gave us, the, they asked us to close our eyes and let's pray. They left the Bible and they ran away when, I mean, before you know it, I mean, the West is developed and we are busy talking and discussing. Yeah. So I think all these things that, uh, like, to, to, to the gentleman's point again, we have to come up with solutions so that at least, Come 2020, we have uh, some steps that we um, we can implement. Because the prosper yeah, Africa yeah. is prosper the Western countries. <laughs> I mean, it is like uh, like who uh, Noah? Uh, you have these old car dealers. They are selling their vehicles. They tell you, oh, zero, zero down. You know, you you, you might think it's uh, it's a good thing. You are going to. Get a car by paying zero, uh, uh, nothing. But they have got you hooked for five years uh, when the payments start. That's it. You are, you are hooked. You know. So yeah. when no, those, when these guys are, these guys, yeah, these guys mm-hmm. are actually doing well. So it's, it's, if they are playing a trick on us, shame on us. So I think by now we know how the, like the game works. It's up to us yeah. to, I mean, take t- take up the challenge. Yeah. And uh, this is a, a group of farmers, by the way, are being led to, uh, what's today? Today is uh, November 2nd. Okay, it ended on the 31st. Uh, the other day, the meeting was in Accra, Ghana. Uh, it was a delegation of um, um, agriculture people from uh, the, the agriculture they are, they are selling under the Prosper Africa Initiative. Uh, so there were a group of farmers from the United States uh, with the Deputy Secretary of uh, of Agriculture, Stephen Stephen Senseski. so they were in Ghana to market uh, to market their crop, uh, their chickens, uh, their whatever, under the Prosper Africa Initiative. This is Trump's initiative. It has 60 billion uh, money. Uh, so those who are doing business, uh, especially those who are going to export to Africa, they've got already uh, money which is ready to finance uh, those uh, transactions um, back to Africa. Uh, but like uh, Noah, Noah is saying here, we have to wake up, gentlemen, uh, listening online, those who are here. We, are, we have to figure out how we, re- we are going to rescue Africa. Okay. And, okay, I'll end with this one, Vakasonso. <laughs> uh, the discussion with Vakasonso. Before we start our diaspora thing, so the Church of mm-hmm. England is um, investing 10.5 billion, Nathan, with a B, uh-huh. eh, 
Let me come go first and I'll follow. Hey, hey, no. Why me? <laughs> 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 the church. The church is investing 10.5 billion in cannabis, cannabis stocks. Okay, he just said mm. the church, so I'm sure he's. Uh, is is Mike is doing something to him? Like oh. what, what say? No, 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 no. Let me say this, okay, Roger. Let, let me uh-huh. let me respond. This. Let me respond. Mm-hmm. I I've always said I've always made this statement. Uh, apart from the word love, the other word which is most abused and misunderstood is church. Okay. Yeah. We we use the word church in a very misappropriate and mis- misplaced and misunderstood way. You see, this is what happens over years, over decades, generations. Words are just being thrown out there without really getting to the bottom of what does the church really mean? What does the word church mean? Because you see, the problem with English is, I'm going to sound whatever here, but this means, and it needs to be done. You see, the word church means ecclesia, which means the called out ones. Those, remember in the Bible where Jesus said, You are in the world, but not of the world. So, right. any gathering or people who build some structure and what they, the word church, you see, those, I, I know I'm sort of people may think, you know, you are just going around something here. It, they can be called the church, but are they really the church? That's my, my question. Are they the church? And these are the kind of organizations of people who put a dent or a distorted mark on the church. Even in Zambia, they like saying this. Oh, the five church mother body. What are you talking about when you say the five church mother body? All those is misplaced jargon and people have just accepted it. It's, it's whatever. That that organization investing that money into cannabis, they're just using the terminology change. They are not really the change. Well, it's this is the church of England, uh, the Anglican church back home in Zambia. It's the, the, Roger. <laughs> I, let, me, let me push this a little further. There is no such thing as a Christian nation. There is no such thing as a Christian college. There is no such thing as a Christian blah, 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 blah. Only a person can be a Christian. The word Christian means like Christ. How does a nation, how is the nation like Christ? Only a human being can follow the teachings and tenets of Christ. My argument here, I know I'm sounding crazy to everybody listening. My argument here is let's not abuse words and take them for what they do not mean. There is no such thing as Christian nation. Zambia is not a Christian nation. 
It's a religious country that subscribes to the teachings of the Bible. It's not a Christian nation. You cannot have a Christian nation. You can't. Sorry, I just blew away everybody's theology. <laughs> there's no such thing as a there's okay, no such thing as a Christian college. Let me, uh, let me pile up high and deeper on the pastor's presentation. Uh, we think of church not from an academic perspective, but from a traditional perspective. Mm, yeah, church in our generation does not even need to be defined. You just walk around the street and you see a church. That's what we're talking about. So when we say the church, we are talking about the institutions that have come to us over the last 2,000 years in the name of Jesus. That's what we are referring to as the church. So let's go to the Church of England. Yeah, let's go to the Church of England. The Church of England investing billions in cannabis is really an embarrassment to the creed, truthfully. It's an embarrassment to the creed. What that church has done, it's a, it has prioritized mammon because stock is about getting money. It's mammon. Jesse himself told us, and I quote, you cannot save two masters at one go. You cannot save mammon and God. So the Church of England is betraying Jesse. One. Two. You don't have a Church of England. You have a little command. So anyway, the point I would like to say is the Church of England has done something that is outrageous and completely unconstructive. There are investments that they could have taken. And me, I speak not only as a, a preacher or a seminarian, but I also speak as an accounting professional who knows what worthwhile investments look like. Most churches that have endowments, they invest in fossil fuels. They invest in oil companies. And that's how they are able to run 50 years worth of income, running, maintaining buildings that are unpopulated by people, maintaining causes and help to poor countries and all those kind of things. So the Church of England has put the name of Jesus to shame. I'm sorry, that's what I think. Okay, uh, and that was uh, one other thing I, I, I also noticed here. Uh, the church having 10.5 billion to in, to invest. Without all this cannabis stuff, that, that was very impressive in, in my view. Uh, very very quickly, I'll just highlight here. There was another story about African women in Kuwait are being sold and treated like slaves. Google it and see what is going on uh, with uh, our people uh, in the in the in the Arab world in the Arab world. 
uh, very, very, very sad. Uh, as always, we don't know when this will end uh, for the for the black man. We are not sure when when, when all this uh, nonsense uh, will end. Okay, those who are messaging me, where is uh, the story for the diaspora? Okay, we are starting now. Uh, and like we are, we were saying in Nathan's uh, discussion there. We uh, things are just coming together. Uh, the diaspora wanting to do something, uh, no, no, no attached uh, on it. Um, I, I, I think we, we, something needs to happen. Maybe even by the end of this month, some form of a paper should be coming out. Uh, no, let, let, let's let, let's work together. Uh, Titus, let me say hello to Titus first. It, it, it comes in late, uh, uh, so sometimes it's not easy to welcome you. Titus, good morning. <laughs> Hello, Titus. Are you the one preaching? Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, if, if you are ready, you can press one and then you can. Uh. So, today we are looking at the SWOT analysis as far as um, the diaspora is concerned, like a so so. Um, I don't know. Uh, I just said uh, maybe it will be a fair way of looking at ourselves. Uh, what is uh, our strength? What is our weakness? What are the opportunities we have? And uh, the, the, the threats? Uh, I brought uh, the SWOT analysis, Nathan, thinking, why are we failing? Why, why do we seem to be failing to, to come together? So that wasn't... Um, if, if you have your in the background, you can hear that noise. Uh, please uh, mute your phone. The question we are asking is why, Nathan, we are failing. We are failing to, to come together. Why? Why? So I can tell you, we spend a lot of time thinking about these things, even when we are not on the show, Noah. Uh, we spend quite a bit of time to figure, figuring out. Why? So today we want to look at uh, some of the strengths. Strength. I know we don't have enough time to do the entire SWOT analysis. Uh, just the strength, the strength of the diaspora. What is? What are some of the strengths we have as members of the diaspora? Who wants to have a go? The strength. At the least, it's a big one. It's a list. Uh, can I start? Yeah, go on, please go. Uh, just two things. I'm not going. I'll just take a minute. The, the strength that we have. One, we have the voice. We have the unlimited voice. No, <laughs> but one back home can tell us what to or what not to say. We have the freedom like of speech. That's I like number that. one. Two, two, we have the ability to raise the money, to raise the capital. So those two things alone, the money, <clears throat> that even, even as individuals, the little $20, $30 that we can afford, and the voices <clears throat> that we have to speak out, those two are our strength. Our weakness is that one, we do not trust. No, 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 no. Okay, so don't go to weakness. So just those two. Today we are straight, we okay. are just staying on our strengths. 
that we, after we are done, okay. we are just going to feel good about ourselves. Okay. So, so I'm, <laughs> I, I'm done. That, I'm done. That was my two. The voice and the yeah. Uh, our strength is uh, our 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 voice, uh, and therefore the next question, Brother Noel, uh, I'm going to ask is, uh, how then can we use uh, this strength? The first one, which is our our voice, first and foremost, uh, if it is if it is our strength, that is, uh, we we haven't yet agreed with you. If we, our voice is our strength, it could be a weakness. You never know. But that's what you have said. If it, this is a, 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 a strength, Brother Noel, how can we use our voice to bring us together first and foremost? How can we rally around the voice? If we agree that our strength is our biggest, our voice is our biggest strength, how can we bring Texas, Zambian, a Los Angeles Zambian, California Zambian, uh, Georgia Zambian. How can we bring this one strength? We use it to bring us together. First, we need to recognize that uh, our biggest challenge is that we allow external forces to divide us. Okay. Do not let somebody looking for votes divide us. We need to recognize that. Immediately these people, you see, immediately these people get the vote and they get into office, they forget about you. I know people who have, from the diaspora, who have fought, 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 rallied, pushed for some of these politicians to be elected immediately they get elected, they forget about you. Our voice, and you see, that's number one. Number two, our voice is strong. We need to realize that we are beyond our political, what do you call it, affiliations, convictions, and whatever. Mm. And you see, the thing is that one thing I love most about what Noel has said is this that people do not realize that those twenty dollars, the, the what do we say, the pen, the the change adds up. That's the expression they use in this country, right? The little change mm. adds up because I mean I know yeah. the coins out there across the ocean are not valuable. They whatever they say, the change adds up. So people think that a thousand dollars, if we are if we trying to do a project and we are saying you need to contribute so much. Some people already eliminate themselves. Do you know why we eliminate ourselves, Roger? Because we were not brought up with the concept of saving or putting aside. If we uh. think you need to have the $1,000 chunk right there and there and you put it down. No. What we need to learn to do is, like in our behind-the-scenes conversations with Bella, huh? remember when we were, you see, when you know that there's an let's use events, okay? When you know that there's something coming up and they're asking for $150, start putting that $20 that Noel has talked about. That's an example about an event. We can use the same principle when it comes to investment. 
You see, this conference, we are talking about what we did in Dallas, another conference by the African Union diaspora coming up next weekend. Yes, Some yes. people have already eliminated themselves, Roger. They are like, this is not for me. No, it's for everybody. We can all do it. You can even just uh, and say, okay, what is the minimum That's voice right there. That's, that's voice right there. Yeah. For everybody. What that's is the our minimum? voice? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Anybody can participate. Ichituipaya, sorry to use the Bemba expression, Ichituipaya is immediately Bella starts talking, immediately Noah starts talking, immediately Noel starts talking, immediately Walker Sonso starts talking. What is the first thing that comes to my mind? What is his political affiliation? That's what kills us. Mm-hmm. That's like what that. kills yeah. us. You yes. see, and, and, I and, shouldn't and, look at yeah. Noel as UPNDHH. No, 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 no. I shouldn't look at anybody else there who supports PF or KC and the uh, Kelvin and say PF Lungu. I shouldn't look at them that way. Look at the brains of the person they are bringing to the table. That's the way we need I to like look that. at things. We I are like better that. than that. We, we are better than that. And, 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 and not only that, to, your, to answer your question, Roger, to say how do we, do we come together with those strengths that we have? Regardless, just like Nathan said, regardless of our political affiliation, we have to have the same goals. We have to have the same aspirations on, of what our voice is going to be. Let's say, for example, if our voice is going to be on hunger, that has nothing to do with political affiliation. We are oh. all Zambians in diaspora. Like we were talking we about the road shedding. Yeah. Yes. That, that affects everyone, regardless of what political party you are. So for us to come together, we have to have one single aspiration or one single project or one single mindset of what we are intending to do. Is it hunger? Is it education? Is it tourism? It's, it's got things that don't have to do with politics. That way we take those political aspirations out and just focus on that. That will bring us together more as diasporans in the state because we are not looking at politics. We are looking at the hunger that's in Zambia. How do we combat it? How do we help? That has nothing to do with UPND or PF or whatever because most of that is what in Zambia. So when our goal is the same, when our goal is the same, that brings us together more. Yeah, yeah. I like I, I like that uh, the voice. The, the, this one is uh, is is big. Uh, again, we are bringing these things here, Nathan. We are unpacking this stuff. So we all realize, okay, right? Our voice is very, very, very. Uh, it cannot be intimidated, uh, like the back in Zambia. Why don't we come together and start speaking with one voice? Yes, with different variations, of course. But if we can stand together, members of the diaspora, you know, we, these are pillars, Nathan. We are going to put them as pillars. So one of the pillars we have found here is our voice. Maybe we are going to start preaching to others, give them phone calls. Musawa, wherever you are, you know that our voice is our... Why are we not riding behind this one pillar and do something about it? I like it. Big. I like that. Hello, just very very quickly, Roger, here. You Mm. realize that when issues take a very bad turn back home, 
politicians are able to come on this forum and we address issues which no radio station in Zambia can. Because immediately yes. the politician, the opposition leader enters that radio station, the cadres are waiting outside or able to stone the place and things like that. Yes. Yeah, the other day I got in the was in Radio Christian Voice, I'm an IT You see that point you just make there. There was a point, and this is still the place. There was a time when things were, remember that time the clamped on media coverage of, what do you call it, opposition? But this is the only place they were coming to have a voice. So it's not a small issue. It's not a small issue. Noah, next. Uh, again, we are looking at our our, our strengths. Now, uh, again, with my time, I've messed up time. I was supposed to start on top of the hour. Uh, so my time has, is messed up. There's eight minutes to go, but I can tell you, nowhere, anywhere across, we are going to cover everything. Uh, number one, I made a mistake. Allowed this man, Mr. Msokotwane, to, to state his uh, then we've taken up even more time away from what I prepared. So I'm scared to give you my, uh, to give you another chance to say what is our outline what I've written. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Uh, yes. Brother Noah, Noah, our our affinity, our affinity to the to the homeland, the love for the homeland is uh, one strength I've put down here. Um, it is unquestionable, especially when you come in the diaspora, how much we do care. Those, those who want to be, who come on radio every day, Brother Noah, who come on radio every day, those who are not on radio, those who speak up, those who don't speak up. Our love for Zambia, maybe there is just a small percentage of people who don't care about Zambia, but our love for Zambia is unquestionable. I'm thinking it is one of those elements we can rally uh, around. Uh, speak to that, uh, brother, brother No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank, thank you, Roger. Yeah, I think like at the end of the day, we all agree that we are all Zambians. We may belong to mm-hmm. EF, we may belong to UPND, or whatever party is out there. At the end of the day, we are the same people. So I, I I usually watch I mean of course discussion back and forth on this political party and the other political party, but at the end of the day the loyalty that our people have for for political parties it's the same as the loyalty that one has towards the soccer team or a football club whether it's Manchester United or Arsenal. So there is nothing that one can say to persuade one to shift camp. You can never talk mm. an Arsenal fan to switch like to that. Liverpool or a court <laughs> fan here in Indiana to switch to, I mean, oh, me to, to switch to Dallas Cowboys. It would never happen. Oh, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So the political parties, I think people are dug in on each side. They won't re- listen to anything. But at the end of the day, the good thing that I like about uh, us Zambians or us Africans is we are very hospitable people. Uh, just like I think people thought maybe, I think I even heard Kelvin and I even heard No 
say, oh, at least we thought maybe these guys, there will be some exchange of, those, I mean, some unpleasant exchange. But they were able to, I mean, discuss as, I mean, as the mature adults and things like that. So it's good for people to have differences. But at the end of the day, the love for Mother Zambia is what binds us together. So we have to remember that in as much as we may look at things from a different perspective, we may not agree in this area or the other area, what connects us all is that we want a Zambia that's flourishing. We want mm -hmm. a capable leader to be in place. We want all Zambians to benefit from the natural resources, not just a few. So I think no one will disagree with that. So I mm. think even when we come come on this forum, we are basically trying to discuss how can we make ourselves better and how can we make our, uh, I mean, our country better. So coming to this show every every Saturday from morning, I mean, from noon to nine to noon, that's the love yeah. that we are talking about because people yes. are yes. they they, they yes. do research in the background. We have these conferences going back. So we may not always agree, but at the end of the day, we always have to remember that uh, we we are fighting for one thing and what we are shooting for may be viewed or may be, we may take different steps. But I think the UPND party, the PF party, and everybody else, they, are, they want a Zambia that prospers. So I think even... Zambia Block Talk Radio uh, is playing a huge role, especially when you look at giving the voice to the people who are sort of not given the time to air, to go on the air. Because I think, was it this week when the, there was that situation where there was no electricity or whatever the case may have been? But I think those are some of the things that we need as a people to grow out of and be able to come to a discussion whether we agree or we disagree, but uh, we have to respect each person's point of view and just uh, look at the bigger picture, which is Zambia, and all we want is a flourishing Zambia that benefits us all. Thank you. I like that. Um, so our connection and our love for, for Zambia, uh, Nathan here, is another one. We, we, we are identifying as a, uh, a preaching point, if you like. I, I don't know if there's anything like that. As a preaching point to our friends. Uh, you may be PF, you may be UPND, you, you may not talk too much, you may talk too much, but one thing we realize we all have our country. If now that is the case, if we realize that that is a, the case, why don't we come together? You know, if this is our strength, why why don't we come together? The love for our country, why don't we come together and do something 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 good? A lot of us here on on the call, those who are listening to to us uh, uh, online, we are sending money to Zambia every week. Every week we are sending money to to to, to Zambia for uh, sicknesses, for uh, death. That is something we are all now accustomed to. One area, Nathan, we have not sat down and said, like, like we said in our opening discussion, is how do we sit down and invest this money so that all our problems in Zambia somehow, 
can be helped by these small investments. Because what we are doing is not sustainable. At one point, we'll be, we may have just to go back, uh, back home and we'll be just as poor as them, those we left. Because we have felt the needs from Zambia are overwhelming us. But what we have felt to do as members of the diaspora is find our strengths. How do we come together? Do something big. You know, I don't know if it is investments, but something big so that one day we may be able to help our relatives even more and help ourselves. But right now, the situation, I don't know about others, uh, is bad, I can tell you, at least from my point of view. And I'm sorry I'm saying this on radio from my point of view. Every week there are two or three requests which are coming from, from Zambia. Every week. How do, we, how do we come together? Use our strengths and, mm. and, and be of uh, probably help, help to, 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 to Zambia. Anyway, don't get me started. We, we are getting, we, I can see some, some, some movement here and there. There is some mm. I'll give you an example. For me, and I've said this to Noah and other people, the, you see, uh, the fact that the Zambian diaspora has really made some tremendous movements in a positive direction, in improvement of the way we are living. For me, the fact that something like ZANUS has come up, which is Zambian, uh, help me out here now again. I, I tend to forget the Zambian Associations Network in the U.S., right? Noah. Yeah, right, my name. Yeah, you see, for an organization like that to come up, is a, is, it, it's, it's, it's showing that we are going in some direction of some sort. And you see groups of people coming together here and there. Zambia Diaspora Business Group is one, one organization, though we don't talk about it much, which we need to be, Roger. A lot of people don't know about Zambia Diaspora Business Group mm. and that it was based on this forum and that funds were put together and assets were purchased. Who, who, who can beat that? People don't know about Zambia Diaspora Business Group because yeah. they don't talk about it. You see, things like sure. that are taking us uh, indicators that we are going in the right direction. What we just need to do, and of course, the other thing we also need to do here in the diaspora, now I'm going to step on people's feet here, is let's, let's do a little bit of party after party, Okay. Let's let's minimize on it. Well, let's that, come to our our weakness. If it's a, if it's a weakness, uh, you know. Okay. Know. <laughs> you haven't dealt with yeah. the weakness. Yeah. Okay. We're trying yeah. to stay on the on the on our strength. On the strength. On our on, on our, our strength. strength. Yes. Okay. Let, mm -hmm. let me end here to say some groupings of you can see groupings coming up together, which shows that we are going in yes. the right direction. For me, Zanus yes. is one of them. Zambia Diaspora Business Group is one of them. We can go on mentioning other groups here. Uh, Anakazi is one of them. And you see, even the group, the business health, the, the group of doctors coming together with Dr. Kazil and everything. People, what people do not realize, first of all, is that those things are being based from this forum. 
that's it, mm -hmm. that's those are indicators in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, let me go, uh, brother. Brother Noel, is a, especially when, when you have few. Sometimes the uh, the, the discussion is nice and focused, uh, so it is it is not to pant pant as a as a quality. Another um, area we see, uh, we, the, the, the diaspora, I don't know if we, we know this, it is uh, our own experiences uh, here in the, in the diaspora. Those who understand Bemba, they say, umuana shenda, atasha nina ukunaya, eh, so warandai. First and foremost, let's just unpack that one. Umuana shenda, atasha nina ukunaya. Uh, but I know what. Do you understand? No way. No way. Do you understand that? Because uh, um, we, we um, need um, to. Um, 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 meaning the child who doesn't travel, who doesn't move. Is that what that yes. means? Um, yes. Atasha Wanyina helps the mother, Ukunaya, to cook. Is that to cook? No, no not help. Atasha Wanyina, Ukunaya. Um, uh, the mother is the, mother the best, cook in, is the best cooker in the entire world. Because he has never moved. Okay, 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 okay. I see, I see. Meaning, meaning nobody else can. He hasn't tested anybody else. Okay, okay, I understand. Yes, okay. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know. No, that that this being is, our experience because we are the members of the diaspora. Like it or not, we have moved from home. Mm -hmm. What mm -hmm. are some of the experiences, brother Noel? Are we seeing this? There, over there, over here, over there. This can work from home. This work for, for home. That is our experience, Brother Noah. That is our thing. Uh, yes, yes. It is. Uh, on, a, on a personal level, um, I was, I'm planning on writing something. And one of the chapters is the beginning. <laughs> yes. I'm trying to explain the first experiences of what I experienced when I came to the States. And I'm yes. saying this to say, probably my first experiences are the, are the experiences that everybody has had who has come in the States or away from home. Yes. So what you're saying is, is absolutely right. We have to, to claim on those experiences because they bind us together. I can give an example of, 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 an example of, of, of credit cards. You know, if somebody had told me how much I would be in trouble with credit cards if I'm not if I'm not careful, I'm sure everyone has had that experience. You see that? If I tell you the first time somebody invited me to lunch, they said let's go to lunch. I went there, mongulu mongulu, and at the end of the day, I had to pay my own bill. That was the lesson. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So such things that have happened to everyone of us. How yes. to bind us together because we have to learn from those experiences and teach those yes. others who are coming to say, but this is what you have to do. So yeah. that binds us together so much. I mean, yes. there are things that we were taught and we were not taught and we had to experience on our own. So those are the yes. things that should bind us when we get here. I remember in Canada one time I came out of the house and the sun was shining. I came out. I didn't realize how cold it was because I didn't look at the TV. To see how. So that was an experience for me. You said, just because the sun is shining, doesn't mean yeah. that it's hot outside like it is back home. 
Yeah. So those experiences yeah. Yeah. have to bind us because they're the things that have made us grow, made us mature. So if we discuss yes. those things and help each other with those things, in noticing those things, then it helps us bind, bind us together because that is something in common that we have. Whenever there's something yes. that people have in common, it binds them together. Yes, yes, so yes. Our experiences that we have... Yes. Yeah. Good offer. Some, some of some them, brother, know yeah. you, you would want to know. One of our experiences, we've said this, Nathan, on, on this radio, is the issue we were talking about, road shedding. I've lived in Canada for almost 11 years. Not, not even 30 seconds, 30 minutes. I'm like, now I'm Uganda. Right. So, right. We, we, we start background. With that background, most of us have experienced. We can speak to our people with authority, Nathan. Don't let me go right. into the in, into the into the pulpit. But I'm almost standing up here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Lord shedding. Yeah. What, is, what, what the hell is Lord shedding? <laughs> Give me a break. It is not acceptable. Lord say, what yeah. is Lord shedding? It's not yeah. acceptable. So that is, those are our experiences. Nothing. if we were to meet Sister Namunji, we were to meet Titus, eh? Bella, we do meet together. This is not acceptable. People should not live this way. No. That, those are our experiences. The child who has never traveled thinks it's okay without power. Some of them think mm. it's normal. That's why they were arguing the way they were arguing over there. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not. Mm-hmm. You know? Even the experiences of missing home, that should bind us together. The experiences yes. of miss, missing the food that we're used to. You know, that should bind us together to find a store that does have all that food. The experiences of being happy for someone to go home to visit for a holiday, we feel happy for them because we miss home as well. That binds us together. So our common goals or the things that we miss, good or bad, should be able to bind us people in diaspora. It is our strength as members of the diaspora we have seen to live in a country with very little corruption. You can go and have your paperwork done at the municipal Nathan. You can go have your license. You can get your license without bribing anyone. That is our experience. Yeah. It, is no, it is normal over here. It can be done even back home. Why not? So as members of the the diaspora, as we sit in our own little corners, we we, we are killing these experiences. We we, we are killing them. We are killing this story. Imagine we came together, and now we have to voice. It was brought here. Our voice is our our strength. We are speaking together, Nathan. It is not okay to have load shedding. It is not okay to pay a bribe so that you can get your light driver's license. Our experience is nothing. Talk to that. Yeah, it's important. And you, it's just that, uh, unfortunately, like you say, where well, he's not here. These are the things he, 
and leaves the things that he talks about. <laughs> yes. It's like, you see, when you go into, what do they call it, public office, into one of these public offices or government offices, city council offices and stuff like that, uh, when you go and apply for something, okay, driver's license, you renew it or you get it for the first time, social security card and all those things. Uh, you do the paperwork, blah, 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 you pay the little fee, and they tell you, oh, it should be, they even give you some sort of receipt to indicate that you, you it's on the way, and they tell you it should be in the mail between 10 to 14 days, 10 to 14 days. Within a week, you receive it. They give you that time frame to tell you that, that and you get it. So you say to yourself, what is so complicated about this process? Exactly. It's because somebody exactly. somewhere, somewhere somebody normalized something which is not supposed to be normal. You see? Just and like listen, before we even blame someone somewhere, we the people ourselves, we think it's normal to pay a bribe to do that. Exactly. You know? Go ahead. Exactly. Man. You see, what's the name? Uh, a good friend of ours. I mean, it was on public, it was on social media, so it's not like I'm talking about something that he himself wouldn't say. We all, we all most of us know Mweti Momba here. He's based in the UK. He posted something mm-hmm. on, on Facebook. He went to Zambia. Let me say it quickly. Time is running out. Went to Zambia, was stopped at a roadblock, and the police officer, he, he asked for the license. He showed him the British driver's license, blah, 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 blah. So the gentleman demanded that he pays a fine or something like that. So he refused to pay on the roadside. Why? Remember, Uman Ashenda and our diaspora experience. He told the police officer, it's not normal for me to pay the fee here. Give me the ticket or the charge. I'll go to the police station and pay. It became an issue. The guy was in the police officer was insisting he pays there. So he told him, Give me a number, I call your supervisor or the station. Uh, there is no way I can pay. I'm not supposed to pay you the, the fine that you are charging me. I'm supposed to go and pay in an office. That's the way we wait. The guy let him go. You see that? <laughs> the guy let him go because he refused to play along with what was pertaining on the ground. He refused to play along. He said it took about an hour, almost one hour, 30 minutes. We were just going back and forth. Mwenti told him and said, no, a normal procedure, I'm not supposed to give you the money in your hands. Even if you are going to give me a receipt, how do I know whether it's genuine or not? So I think enough said about that point. <laughs> no, you yeah, don't play yeah. along with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but we are emphasizing the point, uh, our experiences are being... The, uh, the strength, it is a huge, mm. huge strength. Sometimes we may not even realize nothing. Eh? Like it's true. We may not even realize that uh, uh, all these things we've, we've gone through. Uh, I am an anti-Lusaka. Am I nothing? I'm an anti-Lusaka guy? <laughs> no, you are pro- I see in little um... town, Okotox. Little town, Okotox, which is uh, just about 30,000 people. With how, many ba- with, with how many banks? How many banks? How many banks? Ten or five banks, filling stations. They are like ten with thirty thousand people. 
How many, how many branches are in Sesheke? Talk to me about that. And Sesheke, there's probably a bank. I don't know. Maybe I'm can tell us. Right. That is our experience, ladies and gentlemen, uh, of the uh, of, of the diaspora. We see all these places, uh, Dallas, uh, Texas. It's like a, a country of on its own. And yet, back home, uh, we have every fiber of our country depending on the central government. Uh, these are things which bind us together as members of the diaspora. Like us also, uh, they bring us. They bring us together. I think it should be a riding cry. It, it should be something which can which can, which can uh, bring uh, bring us uh, together. But also a comment before we uh, we wrap up here. We are talking about the strength yeah. of the members of diaspora. The, the, one of the biggest strengths of the members of the diaspora is discipline. For you to live out here. In in the first world, you have to be able to have discipline, discipline financially, socially, and legally. The way you interact with the law, just the way you carry yourself out. I when I arrived here, I I quickly figured out that if you're here and you live like the way you should live when you're in church, then you have zero problems. Anything outside of that begins to be able to bring problems to your life. So a bit of the strength that we have, a bit of the strength that we have as members of the diaspora is discipline. We, are le- le- we have learned to live in this society with so many restrictions, with a lot of things that are going against us. And if you take that discipline back there, or if you take people from there, and you bring them here, many of them, probably more than half, if not 75%, cannot survive that. Secondly, it's the exposure to the methods of life that back there are only aspirational. You know, they, we, they aspire to be a lot of things. But those things that they aspire to be, we already are because we are here and we are living this life. Yeah. We, we, we looked at before you came. We exactly the angle you're going. We looked at that. Yes. So another thing is exposure to real information that can empower people to make constructive decisions. Another thing is just the sheer power of money. I never pop over twenty hours, three hours. You gain twenty dollars, whatever, or so fifty dollars. Uh, if you take that okay, dollar you, and you reproduce you, it in Zambian yeah. currency, you, you, you if you reproduce uh, that that in Zambian uh, currency, it, it it is powerful. It goes send, all the way. Send me a small write-up on, on on that one. We need to to develop a, 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 a small paper. No, we we'll work together with everyone here. Your points were written. We we'll work together and develop something. But time has gone. Uh, good news. Uh, uh, our president as he said, decisive, decisive action is going to be taken uh, for Lower Zambezi. So Ramunsho here is losing. For the first time, Mr. Lungu, I'm happy, I'm happy if you're going to do the right thing. Mr. Lungu thank is you, going to thank stop mining in the Lower Zambezi? Yeah, he's going to decide very decisive, and we know where he's going. But thank you, everyone. We are still looking at uh, the strength 
We are going to put up a nice little paper. Uh, so be part of the signatory. Have a good weekend. Uh, be nice and let's meet uh, next week again. We may look more at the strength before we go at anything else. Have a good weekend, everyone.